What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Trigger episode number 224. We're here on Tuesday, October 6th, 27 days, four weeks from today until the election that will uh, decide the future of this country. And yeah. it's a pretty, pretty clear choice what's yeah. going here. But since we last spoke on Thursday, a basically year's worth of news happened. I'm um, actually 67 years old. Uh, right I'm exhausted, now. Um, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe yeah. it other than just. Exhausting. How are we going to survive 27 more days of this? <laughs> so Thursday afternoon, after we recorded the episode, we found out that Hope Hicks had tested positive. Then that evening at 1 a.m. Friday morning, the president tweeted out that he and the first lady had tested positive for coronavirus. Throughout the day, it was obviously a concern on Friday, and by 5 p.m. that evening, he was being taken on Marine One to Walter Reed Medical Center. But through the extraordinary therapeutics that Trump was given, and I think the just the millions of prayers being said by patriots all over the country, I mean, it really was a good outpouring of support from our side, and we'll yeah. talk more about yeah. the negativity from the left in a second. President Trump's back. Yes. Last night he was back. Yes. Brought back to the White House. He's out of Walter Reed. I love how he walked out the big golden doors. You yeah. know, it was a big TV production. And interestingly enough, this morning, the director of communications for Trump's reelection campaign, Tim Murtaugh, confirmed that the president is planning to participate in the next presidential debate Whoa. scheduled for October 15th. Ballsy. Um, and the president himself tweeted, I'm looking forward to the debate on the evening of Thursday, October 15th in Miami. It will be great, exclamation point. The other... But the other thing with that is that he's going to have to test negative multiple times before yeah. going there in person. Yeah. Yeah. There was talk of maybe some sort of virtual thing, but uh, the bigger thing is that tomorrow is the vice presidential debate. Yeah. So uh, we'll have Mike Pence going up against Kamala Harris, and that should be uh, – I mean it's definitely going to be way different than yeah. last he, week's debate. I hate to say that. Mike Pence seems to be tested again. What he, do you mean? He was surrounded by all the infected people. Oh, oh, you and, mean to, yeah, yeah. not like tested – that kind of test. No, you mean yeah. COVID testing? COVID testing. Yeah, 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 yeah. COVID test. Because yeah. he, he was that photo of the Rose Garden event. See, the thing he is, he is surrounded by everybody who's been infected from the from the president of Notre Dame to. That's true. You know, but I don't think that the major part of the spreading happened outside. Yeah, it happened inside. Well, maybe because on the first one. No, 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 no. Well, Hope that was, too. Hope that was too. Feeling, was not, was, remember, she wasn't feeling well. She quarantined herself on Air Force One. We all know how airplanes are. Yeah. Air Force One is no different. I mean, it is different. Obviously. But just from the angle but, of everybody yeah, talking I mean, about that event as the spreading event, it wasn't outside that did it. They had receptions inside. Oh, my God. Which was attended by nearly everybody that tested positive. So it seems to me like it was more of an indoor, indoor thing, thing than an outdoor yeah, issue. Yeah, about the indoor thing. Yeah, yeah. but they because they before they had an indoor reception with the president of Notre Dame, yeah. Amy Coney Barrett, her husband, her family, yeah. the president, the first lady, all uh, the senators on judiciary uh, that tested positive. So I think that was really where yeah. it happened. I'm interested to know who was patient zero, who brought it in, right? I think it was, was Jim Costa. It could have been a member of the press. Could have been Multiple member. members of yeah. the press tested positive yeah. afterwards. And they probably didn't say anything, and they wanted to infect the president. Yep. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. So we all, you know, we have uh, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin tested positive, Senator yeah. Tom Tillis of North Carolina. Who else did we get? Mike, uh, Lee. Mike Lee. Mike Lee. Utah. 
Who else in the inner circle? We have, obviously, Hope Hicks, the first lady first herself, lady. who is recovering spectacularly, yeah. according to news reports. Yeah. Uh, Kellyanne got it. Yep. Mostly asymptomatic. Yeah. Ron Johnson. Or very mild. Yeah, Ron Johnson, I mean, for, I mean, he has it, but he's fine. He doesn't need a ventilator. You know, he, he's not, he doesn't need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he'll vote for Coney Barrett in a moon suit if he has to. Yeah, that was funny. There, really that was funny. funny. So, um... So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the The most interesting thing is that Joe Biden got credit for announcing that he was going to take down negative advertising while the president was in the hospital. Uh, the only thing about that was it was a lie. Yep. He didn't actually take down all of the negative advertising. He took down some, but a lot of it was still up and active over the weekend. Yeah. So he listen. He doesn't need to do that because CNN and the media will do all the attacking for him. Exactly. And also, you know, he attack he he can attack the president. It doesn't have to be an ad, but he's attacking the president on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. So. You know what? It's he why... did tone down his his personal rhetoric. Well, until the, the death what? wish. Uh, right, right. The, the, yeah. Well, the coup de gras, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fantasy he has, which mm-hmm. you probably didn't even know what he was talking about. Yeah. But, but still nasty. I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't really expect him to just, like, stop campaigning. Yeah. I mean, two of the three days that the president was in the hospital, he called a lid anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. it really didn't matter yeah. much. Um, but also, th- that whole suspending of the campaign thing, it just, just, it just doesn't work. I mean, it just you get, you get no brownie points from it. John McCain did it in 08. Well, the interesting Remember, thing he, was... Like, he, 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 he suspended his campaign for like two f***ing weeks. Yeah, that was the death blow. And uh, John was going to lose anyway. He was, but still, but you don't... I mean, I mean I, why? You don't I mean, stop campaigning. You don't stop campaigning. But the thing is, if, if the situation was different and reversed, if Biden was the one with COVID and got put into the hospital, you know... That they would have been calling on the president to suspend yeah. the campaign. After what he just <laughs> said to me at the debate? No. Yeah, exactly. And no, and he shouldn't. Again, it's an election. Right. It's you got to keep going. worth less than 30 days away. This is when you really ramp up the attacks. Mm-hmm. So the reactions from the right obviously were that of prayer and concern for the president. Um, I myself was very concerned on Friday. You know, if you're taking the president to the hospital, obviously it's a pretty serious situation. And I think that they were really smart to do it so early and not wait because he saw what happened to Boris Johnson. You know, Boris Johnson tried to stay at 10 Downing Street and work as long as humanly possible until it got worse and worse and worse. Once it got worse, they had to take him to the hospital and he nearly died. Yeah. Uh, so it was smart to take President Trump early and throw everything that they had at it, yeah. including the kitchen sink. Yeah. And there's a report this morning from the White House doctors that uh, Trump had no longer has any symptoms of yeah. the coronavirus. That's so, good. Uh, that's a very good positive. Let's look at the flip side, though. But, I mean, I, oh, sorry, before we move on. Yeah. I will say, even if this was pneumonia or the flu or something... You go. You take the presence of the doctor. Right? Wouldn't you? Yeah. That, that Remember, was, he is seven. He's, he's in his seventies. Like every right. The moment, you just got to take him to the hospital. It's just the prudent thing to do with any with any illness that impacts the person. Well, especially the setup that they have there, the presidential suite at Walter Reed. Yeah. It's smart to have him there. He could still work and do that. But God yeah. forbid anything bad happens. You're right down the hallway, yeah. you know? Say yeah. you sit at the White House and something terrible happens and oh, his yeah. condition takes a turn for the worse. Yeah. Then you have to airlift him in yeah, an emergency way. Good. Like, that's not, not what you good. need. You want to be – everything needs is there 
at a moment's notice. Plus, seconds he, notice. You know, he was taking criticism <clears throat> for you know worrying about the optics of you know yeah. what if God forbid he had to be wheeled out in a stretcher to the to Marine One. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, the pre- the president has to convey strength. He has to be a leader, right? Yeah. You can't you can't have the country believing oh shit, you know, yeah. we're rudderless here. Yeah. Like you have to you have impacts, to convey strength. It impacts the economy. You know, yeah. suspending trading is never good. Uh but I mean look, I mean, the Dow Jones had a four hundred and sixty five point jump upon news that he was leaving at six thirty. Right. And conversely, so. the night when he announced that he did have coronavirus there was a five to six hundred point drop in the futures in a matter of ten minutes. Yeah. I was watching yeah. it because I was, you know, yeah, <laughs> not good, it, not good. So the market clearly is hoping that not only President Trump recovers and he's well on that way to recovery thing, but they're also hoping that he wins. It's clear who the betters want in this case for the positivity of the economy. Yeah, but we talked about our side and the positive reactions here and the prayer for the president. Let's talk about the Dems and the liberal media reaction here because that in itself was a huge story and it was just totally... It's sick puppy. Sick puppies, man. It was disgusting. We got some sick people. Really sick. Sick Like, just totally vile, subhuman trash. Some of the things that these people were saying. You could tell that, boy, were they hoping that this would not only incapacitate the president but even, you know, God forbid, kill him. Yeah, they were hoping. Oh, for they it. were hoping for it, and it was it was just nasty. It and they were hoping to, for the situation too. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that this was all pent up like joy. Yep. And uh, well, the second that they announced that he was being taken to the hospital, they jumped to their twenty fifth amendment conspiracies. Yeah. Saying, "Oh well, he's going to the hospital. It's time to transfer power right now. Yeah. Here, let's do it right now." Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, he's fine. And then they're <laughs> hoping that Pence would get it. So yeah. That Pelosi could be president. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it. You know, it really, truly, they're just disgusting people. They are the enemy of the people, yeah. and yeah. they they really lived yeah. up to that this week. Let me week. tell you something. I would back a military coup. Before letting that <laughs> Before woman letting become that president. Woman become president. <laughs> I honestly. I mean, honestly. I would tend to agree with you I mean, everyone you talks there. about, like, oh, the rules. Listen, I don't care about the rules if it means saving the country. Abraham Lincoln knew he had to save the country, and he suspended habeas corpus for four years. All right? when you When there are situations like this— the Constitution can be totally and utterly suspended indefinitely until we can figure out what the hell is going on. And that means probably sending Pelosi to Gitmo if that were to happen. But that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. Well, you know, it was – there was so much rumors and conspiracy roiling around, oh, right? But also from the f-ing doctors. You have these yeah. medical doctors saying, I took the cocktail or one of the drugs in the cocktail that, that Trump is taking for you know, treating the coronavirus – and I was loopy as hell. He's incapacitated. I'm just like, okay. Again. Well, just to be clear, folks, he's referring to the croc doctors that the media brings on to yeah, interview, yeah, not the, not yeah. the president's doctor. Not, not, yeah, not the president. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yeah. yes. Let me good clarification. Just to be Sorry. clear, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, not the president's doctors. These croc yeah, these the doctors who think that that racism is just as bad as COVID doctors. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. And then they say that stuff, and then and then they're like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't you listen to us months ago? It's because like this. You yep. say stupid like that. We're not going to believe you. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't believe you. So, I mean, it, it was it was a, it was a cacophony of insanity. And let me tell you something. Yeah, thank you for reminding me, Storm, because mm-hmm. I got to make a call to the authorities to do a wellness check on Jen Rubin, oh, who man. absolutely went. I th- she's become unspooled. I think of all the media reactions, and there were some horrible. That's ones. who I was going to bring horrible. up next. Yeah, she was the MVP 
of the past three days. Mm-hmm. Questioning why he's being you know, airlifted. And then you have Maureen Dowd and I think Jen Rubin. Yeah, but both I know, of them. I, I know Maureen Dowd especially was like, well, Walter Reed was had a, had a spotless reputation. But now that Trump went there, it needs to be defunded mm-hmm. or it's now ruined. It was Rubin that said they should defund. Yeah, oh my but they God. both said that, oh, the reputation yeah. of this hospital is ruined. It's a hospital. First of all, it heals and treats our nation's you know mm-hmm. wounded who serve in the military, our heroes mm-hmm. in uniform. So if you want to do that. I mean, well, here's go the thing. Ahead. So Friday night, obviously, he's brought there. Yeah. Um, they put out this video of of him before leaving the White House, saying, you know, I'm feeling okay. You know, just a little little issue. We're gonna go and handle it. Okay. Then overnight, the media decides that they're just gonna like conjure up this theory that you know these photos and videos are doctored and Trump is in super severe condition and basically on his deathbed and you know we have anonymous sources that say this and there's anonymous sources that say that and oh you know there's there's so much going on here we don't even know it's 25th amendment time you got to transfer power yeah and so Trump obviously pissed off with this because you know he was sitting there watching TV the yeah. whole weekend look at these people yeah they're totally but Let's play with this. So then he decides <laughs> he gets permission from the doctors to take a trip in the SUV physically to show the public that he's great, yeah. he's doing okay, and to thank his supporters in the street. Yeah, a little drive-by. But yeah. that was media meltdown Fukushima version. Yeah, I know. Because, oh, God forbid, how dare you put the Secret Service in harm's way by making them ride in the car with a COVID-positive patient. Uh, you know, never mind the fact that they were in the helicopter with a COVID-positive yeah. patient and have been in the hospital suite with a COVID-positive patient the whole yeah. weekend because it's their job to protect the president. Yeah, that's at the exact point. The Secret Service <laughs> is always at risk. Yeah, they're, they're willing always, to take a yes, bullet. exactly. <laughs> it is an at-risk job, you dumb Yeah. Also... I I wasn't the only one who picked up on this. I think it was I think it was uh, Stephen Miller, you know, Red Steez mm-hmm. on Twitter, was like, and Brandon Darby. I think they're the crux of that White House Correspondents Association statement was, "How dare the pre- the president's yeah. infectious, but how dare we not be invited to go along yeah. with this infectious president on this drive by to yep. support?" It's just like like it's a clown show. It's a total clown show. Two things. Two things. One. Yeah. Only that could get them to somehow support law enforcement again. I, I, Ironic. Yeah, right. I guess. And then I mean, two, first off, the president doesn't work for the White House Correspondents Association. No. It's an old, corrupt, arcane system of liberal media elite power here in this it's city. It's a good old boys club. It's disgusting. Yeah, it it disgusts me. And it frankly, it's, it's still along, a good dinner though. You f- that <laughs> along along with along with there. the. Uh, presidential debates commission. It's just an archaic system yeah. that can be totally thrown to the wayside. But yeah, that was their issue. Yeah, how could he yeah. not notify us? Yeah. Oh my god! You know how could he go out there and thank his supporters yeah. who have been holding vigil at the hospital for you know seventy two hours? Yeah. Oh, these people. Meanwhile, they're all freaking out that in the press room that like they were exposed and their lives are in danger. I'm just like, okay, so then what? Two thing you can't believe in two things at once. Well, you saw that reporter that said it's more dangerous here than it is reporting oh, in yeah, North Korea. Ben Tracy, was yeah, it Ben Tracy. Uh, yeah, I don't know who or it was, someone. but Ellie Ellie wrote that up. That was ridiculous. Oh my god, these people! I'm like, these people are something, man. Okay. Yeah, right. That, I mean, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we send you to North Korea and see what you think? You do you. But listen, if you go there, 
We're, we ain't leading no diplomatic mission to bring your ass back. Right, right. <laughs> Do people remember Otto Warmbier? Yeah, like, right. yeah. But I did find it interesting that Kim Jong-un was one of the first world yes. leaders to send thoughts and prayers to yeah. the president for a quick recovery. He be a recovery. Isn't he brain dead now, though? No, I guess he's fine. I, I guess don't he's know. fine now. That's another one the media keeps oh, getting yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was brain dead, now <laughs> then he's he wasn't. fine. Then he was at some resort on the, you know, the, the Korean coast, mm-hmm. and then... Then he, his sister was in charge. His sister was in charge, and then he might have been brain dead, actually. Another coma, yeah. Another coma, and now he's yeah. back. Yeah, D- unbelievable. <laughs> Maybe we need, um, uh, you know, Skylark tonight to uh, go out there. <laughs> yeah, that's what we really need, yeah. But not to assassinate, because he's the yeah. less crazy one between yeah. him and his sister. Let me tell you, she's nuts yeah she's yeah she, she's she, whoa, she, off the deep dude, end remember we got to hope oh, that he God, remains yeah. in charge she, she would she would totally start the war again yep you know even democrat lawmakers were shocked by jennifer rubin saying that they need to defund the hospital because it's a public health hazard uh you know and there's many soldiers that have come out this morning saying are you kidding me yeah, with this like, she's just you know again it goes back get, to the yeah it goes back to the theme that president trump has broken mentally so Many people. I just so many in her case, like I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Because like almost eighty five percent of the things that Trump was doing, she supported when Obama was president. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I course. mean, like she worked. She's at the like you're at the Washington Post. You make probably making a nice living. You're on television. Like, what? well, did you what see? She finally on? changed her Twitter profile. I know, I saw, yeah, she from fi- not. Con- she finally took out the conservative yeah. writer. Because she's not conservative, no, you know. She's not, not anymore. You know, at this point, people can make the argument all they want that you know you can still be a conservative and not support the president. Well, yeah. well, not in this political climate. Yeah, no, you can't. No, there's two sides. No, okay, you're either with us or against, or you're us. against us. Yeah. Like for example, you know, David Brooks, New York Times, yeah. was considered a conservative during mm-hmm. the Obama era, and, and 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 even prior to that, but he's not anymore. As he's, W said, yeah, you're either with us, with us or with the terrorists. Yep. That's you how know? it goes. And uh, I mean, look at Bill Crystal. Oh my god. I mean, god. he's not full fledged. Don't get me started on those Project he, Lincoln ass suckers. Yeah, he Bill Crystal tweeted like conservatism is dead now. Because well, he was, I'm just like, yeah, Bill, you know, in two thousand eight I heard the exact same from Santen and House and other than uh-huh. that this is the end of conservatism and what happened two years later, Storm. He Tea is, Party is dead. Stop making stupid shit up. He was the biggest cheerleader of the whole remove Trump from power thing over the weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you have Mika Brzezinski, you know, bloody-faced Mika, um, (laughs) who suggested that President Trump coming back to the White House could be considered manslaughter for putting these people, you know, in in, in sickness's way. Does she not know the survivability of this – of the – of the virus for like healthy people is like a 90 plus Apparently percent. not. And that's among everybody. I'm, I'm going to keep harping on this because no one seems to, people seem to forget that if you don't have any comorbidities and you get contract this virus, you have like a 90 plus percent chance of surviving it. Well, here's the other thing. I and mean, that's, that's not even considering the fact that most people think that the number of cases that we have in the country, is 6 million. Well, over, Oh, 10, right? It's 10. It, it's, it's eight to 10 times what's confirmed. Oh Yeah. It could be north of 50 to 60 million cases, yeah, right? Yeah. So that just lowers the death rate even more. Yeah. Really, if you know, you got to be older or yeah. have significant comorbidities to have issues yeah. with this. Yeah. And, and that goes with any, I mean, and not just COVID. They can get the common cold and can die. They can right. get the flu and die or pneumonia. I mean, this is. And not, I'm a germaphobe. I don't like to get sick at all. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. 
That's but like, like, I don't want to get it, obviously. Right, right. But like, if I were to get it, I, we have a good chance of surviving. Well, I'm like, you know, give me maybe, you know, a little asymptomatic case, yeah. you know, get the antibodies and we're good. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. There is a downside of, you know, God forbid you get a complication. Also, here's yeah. the thing, right? The president recovered very quickly yeah. because he got oh, he got the best notch. thing oh, yeah. that's possible. He got top notch. The, the Regeneron cocktail that he got yeah. along with the Remdesivir, I mean, that clinical trial has like 12 people in it, okay? Yeah, so it he does. got literally yeah. the best thing that you could possibly yeah. ever get, yeah. uh, which – you know, but the I fact think that he's president and it works means that, like, we can extrapolate that to, like, 150,000 people, so we should probably get into the full contest. Well, that's, you know, I was saying this to my buddy. Right. I was saying this to my buddy yesterday. I'm like, you know, this is actually a very interesting test case, right, yeah. that, yeah, these drugs are very expensive and the, the insurance companies are not going to go for this. But yeah. say theoretically you were able to give every COVID patient in their very earliest mild stages this entire treatment regimen, which could – neglect or negate it from going any further mm -hmm. that could be incredibly effective yeah you know or maybe we should be throwing all these drugs at and they're then they're like oh well he's on steroids which is gonna f up his brain signals and he's gonna be saying and seeing crazy shit. and i'm like he's not on like acid no but it's a it's I a steroid see, i can't see a, like the whole like i haven't felt this great since 20 years ago that was that funny. was kind of funny though. yeah i think he's just funny. being humorous though yeah but, yeah he I'm was like, you know that was the reports from the hospital all weekend from the reputable news sources yeah and you know i got to give a shout out to uh to jack pasobiak yeah he was giving us real information yeah. from the hospital when the mainstream like the mainstream media was trying to drive this narrative that the president was deathly ill yeah and that there was a constitutional crisis, you know, he's the one telling us, well, the president's fine. Yeah. He's cracking jokes with the hospital staff, yeah. you know, being his yeah. usual self, watching TV. So, like, the whole thing was just one big cluster. Sir, it, was, it was a nightmare. And, it was a nightmare. you know, then, then you have uh, the comment yesterday, which really set off another media meltdown. I mean, all they've been doing is having, you know, stage five Chernobyl-level TDS meltdowns all weekend. But... President Trump said that Americans shouldn't be afraid of COVID, mm. which I think, at least to us, yeah. is a non-controversial statement. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You if, shouldn't live yeah. in fear, right? No. And you should have a leader who goes out there and says and, – and he said this, which got criticized for by the left. You know, I had to go out there. Yeah. I had to put myself at risk. I couldn't hide in the basement like Joe. Yeah. That's you know, true. I have to be a leader of That's this true. country. And for the most part, Americans are, I mean, I mean, did you see the Axios? I mean, this is an Axios story from like two months ago. But American movements during the lockdown mm -hmm. didn't really change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are still moving around. So this mm -hmm. is only the elite media bubble that's freaking out about this. You can't be. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, it, it's it's like I mean now we know it's like the flu season. Like you don't want to get it, obviously. Right, right. But if if you're not fighting cancer, you know you don't have you know haven't had an organ transplant or taking any immunosuppressants for any type of procedure, you know you should be fine. If you are in that class, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. You know. And he said, "Quote: For too long we've let this virus and the media's hysteria around it dominate us. We yeah. need to take back our lives, our schools, and our whole world." Oh, yeah, and there hasn't been an outbreak in schools yet, folks. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, there's yet there's to be an outbreak. There's been some cases. There's Even the Washington little, Post little admitted cases. it's not like, you know. Well, that was last week. There's been some that have happened in the uh, past few well, days. Like two, two, two I'm kids. not saying. But two kids, though? The, the outbreaks that have happened. Because there's only 2% like of all the cases, Storm. It can't be that. There's bad. been no hospitalizations. It's the teachers that are the problem. Oh, uh, okay. Because they're, 
teachers in general that's true, are, are yeah. older. older. Yeah, if you have, as bit, Trump you says, know. if you have if you're seventy and have diabetes and you're a teacher, you might want to stay home. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, and then I'm not saying the schools should remain closed; that they should remain yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. I think that if you feel uncomfortable as a teacher, then you should sit the year out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it has to go here. Yeah. You know, this virtual learning. And this, oh, we could talk about this. Right? I know. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Oh, I, I do. My nieces and nephews, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, work. A, a five-year-old in front of a computer for six, seven hours learning stuff, mm-hmm. not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. And we're going to have a lost decade, a lost year from this. I, that alone is going to do more damage than COVID ever could. This oh whole, yeah, this whole like you know not you know kids not learning for like you know eighteen months straight or something like not that. Not to mention something that gets glossed over a lot is just the emotional psychological damage that it's not only doing to kids, yeah, but just to Americans writ large, yeah, because you have drug overdoses through yes. the roof, yes, alcohol consumption through the roof, depression, suicides, Domestic depression, violence. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all it's a, divorce. It's all bad. I all mean bad. the whole thing. You know, what's the real cost there? Like, yeah, we're still seeing a lot of people die every day, and it's terrible. It truly yeah. is terrible. You know, like President Trump says, one is too many. But let's not forget the president didn't do this. And if the yeah. president hadn't taken the aggressive action that he did at the beginning, it would have been way more deaths. Yeah. I don't have this on the sheet here, but I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah, so we yeah. talked about this last night. Let's do it. Joe Biden. Yeah. He comes out and he says, oh, if I was president, the virus wouldn't be an issue. There'd be no problem. Life would be just dandy and normal yeah. like it was before. It's the new magic wand. Yeah. Obama with the magic wand and jobs. It's Joe has, has apparently has a magic wand with COVID. So. But when will the media ask about the fact that every single thing that's in Joe Biden's so-called plan, his COVID plan, yeah. using air quotes here yeah, for the yeah, listeners. Yeah. yeah. Has already been done by President Trump or private companies or is already in the works. You have Operation Warp Speed, all these therapeutics, this yep. vaccine, yep. everything uh, that's been done. The PPE, especially, especially ventilators. Increased testing. Yeah. The increased testing is like a major part of Joe Biden's so-called plan. We're already there. We test, I think, yeah. on a daily basis. What is it? 20 to 40 times more than any country in yeah. the world. Yeah. And believe it or not, and this gets glossed over too, the whole mask thing. Yeah. Joe Biden stepped away from it, which means that Joe Biden's position on masks is the same as that of Trump, mm-hmm. which is he doesn't support a national mandate, but he will – he defers to the local localities and their authorities. Mm-hmm. Which is well, what, he's flip-flopped on that four times. Yeah, which is what happened. It was for the mandate, against the mandate, for the, the mandate, mandate. Now, like, yeah. eh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I know I mean, he cited constitutional questions about the national mask mandate, which is absolutely true. You can't enforce that. I would just – 325 look- plus million people, You have to. everyone has to wear a mask. You kidding me this won't get asked in the next presidential debate because let's not forget that the next debate moderator is good personal friends with joe biden oh yeah the former interesting answer. how former that answer. happens yeah and he shared the uh never the the, the, the anti-trump not trump ever yeah, yeah, yeah. everything so. but i'd love for somebody to ask joe biden what would you have done differently specifically yeah what would you have done differently that would have saved american lives and well, Trump tried to get that in the first debate, yeah. and then Chris Wallace saved him. Saved him. Yep. So, and we know that Joe Biden was against the travel bans, which saved hundreds of thousands of yeah, American he called lives. Called him xenophobic. I know that's been fact checked, which is really funny how people think that like he never said that, but like he's yeah. on video or he's he's on the record saying it's xenophobic. Yep. So, yeah, what would you have done differently, Joe? I, other, I'd love other, to know. Other, other than Democrat in the office, all good. Yeah. Me, virus go away. Yeah. Also, 
We gotta love those black women for restocking those grocery shelves, <laughs> folks. He, okay, sorry, we're going, we're going, we're going off on the tangent here. But Joe Biden literally said the reason why the American the American public's eyes have been opened in this COVID era because we can be, you know, quarantined and safe in our bunkers like he is because we have these black women restocking grocery shelves. Yep, that's our gaffe yeah. of the day, and we're gonna talk Seriously, about that. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, I think I think I, what, what was the line I wrote today? Oh, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. But dear black people. You ain't black if you don't vote for me, but please tell your mom thank you for gross restocking that cereal shelf. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, as as if he's uh, as if he's grocery shopped for himself exactly. any time in the last thirty years. He's, okay, he's been there for four. Yeah, no, the former vice president grocery shops, uh, you know, on his own. Yeah, my my yeah. Bull- and saying that President Trump does because he obviously doesn't and didn't before because no, he was not, filthy rich. No, no way. But like, come on. Like, I mean, like, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's uh, let's switch gears a bit and talk about the uh, Supreme Court hearings that are coming up next week because oh, they are they are on they're on and they're gonna happen and yeah. the Dems were trying to delay because of all this coronavirus stuff going on but Chairman Lindsey Graham said nope we're starting as scheduled on Monday October twelfth so that is Monday uh, next week and that's gonna be Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday the Democrats are trying to delay not happening. Uh, Lindsey Graham said, if they feel uncomfortable, they're welcome to call in virtually, as we've done for several hundred hearings in the Senate over the last few months. Good. But, you know, they're trying to basically flip the script and say, no, 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 no. Virtual hearings, not an option. No, no, no. We can't have something as serious as this on a virtual mm-hmm. hearing. And then uh, or Schumer said that oh, the idea of having a virtual hearing is virtually no hearing at all. It's like, okay, you don't want to have a hearing, that's fine. fine. We'll just vote. (laughs) We'll vote. Let's vote Monday. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Honestly, we can vote Monday. Yep. Let's not forget who was the one behind making virtual hearings a reality at all. Yeah. Roll this clip. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, And also thank you for being willing to do a hybrid hearing like we're seeing today. Uh, Senator Blunt and I in the Rules Committee worked hard to get this done. And I'm glad that we are seeing... Uh, senators there as well as uh, remotely. So thank you. Uh, Senator Amy mm. Klobuchar, who I believe is a Democrat. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting, you know. Uh, it's it's unbelievable to me the, the hypocritical stances they're trying to take here. But yeah. but that's basically the U.S. Senate in a nutshell. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's politics. So. You know, hypocrisy is, you know, is it, it, currency. Yeah, like you mentioned. Senator Ron Johnson, who has COVID-19, said he'll do whatever it takes to vote for Barrett. Because that's the thing. The committee can, I believe, vote virtually. Yeah. But the full floor cannot. Yeah. And that goes for the House. I think, I think it goes for the House, too. I think you have to be physically present to vote. No, right? the House, I believe, has virtual proxy. Like proxies? Yeah, okay. yeah. But well, the Senate's a little more, uh, Senate's little more old-fashioned. Well, it's because Mitch refused that. Uh, I think that's actually a good idea. Which? Yeah, I'll see you. What to do virtual votes? No, no, oh. no, no. Just to not, well, you not, know, not a lot. I mean, I have I have know, concerns about the security of those. That's systems. what I mean. So you know, it's it's different when you know. In I could actually see being more realistic in the Senate because you only have a hundred as opposed to four hundred thirty-five members. Yeah, but you have to vote in person. He says, yeah. "I already told leadership I'll be there and I will vote." So that's what's going to happen there. I already told the leadership. I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> one interesting thing on the Supreme Court here that I wanted to talk about. We've mentioned this, but 
soon-to-be Justice Amy Coney Barrett could be the vote that will break the years and years and years of gridlock on an yes. issue that we care about so yes. very much, Ugh. the Second Amendment. Yes. So what what do you think is going to happen there? Uh, well, given her her, you know, basically being in a, a textualist mm-hmm. regarding her her legal you know scholarship and, and review. She could, you know, and now that Roberts has been rendered irrelevant, mm-hmm. she's going to be that critical fourth vote to, um, to you know, to, to, to get oral arguments before the court about, you yep. know, concealed carry rights, a specifically justifiable need, whether it is a, um, whether we have a constitutional right to carry handguns outside of our home, because mm-hmm. remember, everything in the home has been settled, unconnected yeah. to a militia. In the home, it's settled. Outside the home, we still don't have that question a- answered. Plus... Ownership right for what they call assault weapons. Yes, yeah. You know, assault rifles. It's going to blow a lot of those lower court rulings out of the water, I think. Magazine and, limit bans. Yeah. Taxes on ammunition and gun purchases, yeah. which could be infringement of, yeah. of a constitutional right. So gun rights groups, uh, pro-Second Amendment people who are, you know, thinking about lawsuits, get you know get get your lawyers ready and yep. uh, get ready to petition. Because uh, I think sh- I think we'll we'll be able to get that done. Because for years, for years, mm-hmm. we've had just stalemate, just gridlock on on the court answering, you know, specifically on carry rights and national reciprocity. But um, honestly, if that question about you know if, if whether we have a constitutional right to carry handguns outside the home and for for self defense, I mean, justifiable need is out the door. I mean, every state yeah. is now um, shall issue. It should so, be. So, you know, that, that that's a huge – I mean, that would be like the, the DCV Heller landmark equivalent of like the carry rights mm-hmm. in terms of carry rights. So um, that would be a huge, huge, huge decision. And then we can get on to chipping away at all these stupid, you know, local assault, so-called assault weapons bans and uh-huh. safe storage taxes and all that. Yeah, requirement of permit to yeah, purchase. You know, I mean, the whole all, thing. All, the, all this all this, all this, this nonsense stuff in these anti-gun states, so. You know what I love whenever a liberal is like, you know, you don't need an AR-15. I'm like, well, you know, the the sarcastic answer is, yeah, we don't need a line, you little b- like you either. Yeah, but exactly. here we have you. Yeah, have but you the have. real legal answer is, okay, you say that health care is a right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. You yeah. want to take that standpoint? Let's talk about something that's actually a constitutional right. Are you yeah. now saying that the government should provide a gun for every single person? Mm-hmm. And then they have no answer yeah, for that, answer. right? Yeah, I have no answer. I'm like, no, because how it works is, you know, even if you want to say healthcare is right, which I don't agree with, I think that there's a lot of argument around that. But even if you want to take it to that point, okay, yeah, you have a right, a right to purchase it. Yeah. That's how this works. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like it's it it's really unbelievable I, how I, in this country people manufacture these human rights into existence yeah. that don't exist. Yeah. It's <laughs> just and it's just nothing. You, you you don't need this that and the other. Listen, it's I, not the I bill of needs, it's the bill of rights. Exactly. I don't I don't put exactly. I don't put stuff on a graduated scale like liberals do. Yeah. The first 10 amendments are equally important. In my mind, mm-hmm. the fir- they're all connected. They're all equally important. You know, I'm sure you've seen some of your friends. My friends certainly do this. The whole First Amendment is more important than the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of stupid bullshit, the carrots and stuff. Like, no, they're you know all what, important. You know what protects the First Amendment is the Second Amendment. Yeah, you know what protects the Third Amendment 
The second. Yeah. The Second Amendment is what yeah. protects all your rights yeah. and freedoms in this country. I mean, even even the one that's uh, that, that that that's not really applicable anymore because we don't have this. But like you know, troops, you know, forcing troops to be quartered in our home. Mm-hmm. Well, we have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and all the other amendments. You know, equal protection clause. You know, it all fa- factors in. To, uh, well, if, you know, if we're going to fight the liberal insurrection that's coming up, they're welcome to come stay here oh, with us oh if they God. need to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm a Second Amendment absolutist. I think that anybody should be able to buy any gun they want at any time. Hmm? You know, yeah, okay. You can make, you know, certain requirements about, okay, yeah, convicted felons of violent crimes can't own guns. I think that's a yeah. reasonable thing. Wife beaters, yeah, can't But own someone who has a squeaky clean legal record like myself, there shouldn't be this arduous process of getting an automatic firearm. Yeah. You shouldn't have to pay a ridiculous fee for an NFA stamp and go onto a list that the Democrats are going to use the first yeah. time they get into absolute power, which we're at risk of now. Yeah. Well, there's some stuff on that list that should be revised. If, I think if you can pass a background check... Suppressors shouldn't be on that list. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. need an NFA tax stamp for that. You shouldn't need an NFA tax stamp for a short-barreled shotgun. I understand why at the time, you know, because of gangster land and all that stuff and it was passed. But, I mean, now I it's, think if you pass, it's more of a novelty item. And it's, if, they're also... I've, I've heard they're fun to shoot. Yeah, if you pass a background check, I think you should be able to own an RPG. Yeah. Oh I think God. it's very reasonable. <laughs> a tank. A tank. You know, and I would totally, grenades. Oh, I would totally, if I had the cash, I would totally buy a tank. Yeah. I'll buy a, a German Panzer Mark IV and just roll down Arlington. And then, you know, and oh, then the liberals. Maybe, okay, maybe not a Mark IV. I mean, that, that might have listed some bad memories. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> well, the liberals are always like, yeah, well, the government has drones, so how are you going to counteract that? I'm like, yeah, citizens should be able to own drones yeah. too. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? They're like, oh, well, you know, you don't have nuclear weapons. I'm like, no matter how bad it gets, the U.S. government's not going to use nuclear weapons on its own yeah. civilians. Like, come on. Yeah. They just live in this alternate reality, yeah, no, man. That's ridiculous. That's what's so scary about this election. Yeah. That really is what's so scary to me about this election because if we lose total power oh, and they get it. Oh, they're coming for everything. It's just over. They're coming because they're going to end the filibuster and it's they're going to come. They're going to raise taxes. They're going to confiscate people's property. They're going to uh, ban all kinds of guns. Yeah. You got Green New Deal, we, we're minimum all, wage. We're all going to have to go to sensitivity training. Yeah, corporate taxes, yeah. critical race theory, re-education camps, stacking the courts, DC yeah. and Puerto Rico statehood, which puts us out of a Senate majority forever. I mean, yeah. it's just everything. Unless we give Puerto Rico their independence before Trump leaves office. You mean just get rid of them? Yeah. We just gave them $9 billion. I'm just saying. They, th- there are people who want to be free. Free of the United States. Their I guess. Their own country. If they really want that, then that's fine. I mean, but I'm pretty sure they voted for statehood, them, didn't them, they? A lot of them don't. Yeah, they voted for statehood. I think. Did they? Did yeah. They pass? No, it doesn't remember. matter because it's non-binding. Yeah. But when they did the referendum, it yeah. was like, I think it was 60% I mean, one of part of the reason why we shouldn't is that, that they still owe us a lot of money. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying they, they that they, owe, they owe us a lot of money. I'm not saying they should yeah. get a statehood. Yeah. I'm I'm saying that if the Democrats get in, that's what they're gonna do. Oh yeah. And that's four Democrat senators right there between DC and Puerto Rico. I mean it would make it nearly impossible for us to ever win back. The 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 only thing I see here that God forbid we do lose this election, if they do all these things, there could be a massive backlash two years later, like massive. I mean Remember, Obamacare... Worse than the Tea Party. Yeah, Obamacare... I mean, the Tea Party wave was just... I mean, 
I mean, what, three seats. What they're, three seats we took back. What they're talking about here, and you know, I said this this morning. We were talking about yeah, this. Yeah. What they're talking about here really is civil war inducing kind of stuff. It really is. Yeah, I agree. You know, they they talk a big game about how you know, oh, you know, you do this, and there's going to be an uprising in the streets. Well, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. But you saw when our side fights back. Oh yeah. You know, why do you think they ride in these cities where the citizens are defenseless? Exactly. They don't bring this shit to the suburbs. Kyle Rittenhouse uh, kind of made do of two of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, righteously. I mean, we're talking, like, yeah. owned them. I mean, exactly. he, he stumbled. He was fighting for his life. He was under was, threat. It was self-defense. Indisputably self-defense. Yes. And we should actually, if, if you can find it, folks, donate to his defense fund. I agree. Donate to totally. his defense fund. He is a hero. And, uh, you know, he took out the trash. He took out lefty a trash. pedophile. Yeah. They're like, oh, he, he yeah. murdered this guy. I'm like, yeah, a pedophile. A pedophile. Oh, he didn't murder him. He didn't <laughs> no, murder I know. Him. Yeah. I know. Didn't I know. murder him. It was a righteous That's kill. That's what their allegation Righteous is. kill. RK. Righteous kill. You know, sometimes you got to take out the trash. Yeah. Those two guys, seriously. Here's the thing, you know, I, I really do think that, you know, Burn God forbid we lose, that two years is going to be awful. Just, just god awful. Yeah. Destroyed the country. I mean, you're talking about market crash. You're talking yeah. about. It'll be rough. None of these jobs that are currently out there that have a hope of coming back will ever come but back. I also believe that there are more normal people out there. There are far more normal people mm -hmm. out there because, like, look. I mean, look at how like defunding the police, for example. Yeah. Right. If you were to watch MSNBC and CNN, you'd think this is like a very popular issue that like 52% of Americans, for example, mm -hmm. like support. Or it's like a 50-50 issue, like abortion. It's not. No. Not even black Americans support it. Black Americans want more police in, in the fact, fucking communities. In fact, they're the biggest opposition. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest opposition to it. So it's It's a, really, it's a liberal white yeah. elite idea. Yeah. That, I always, oh. <laughs> exactly. I always refer back to – remember when Gallup did the, the – you know, who's Democratic, who's Republican, who's yeah. liberal, conservative, moderate, all that stuff. Remember it was like yep. only – 22, 24% of Americans consider themselves like liberal. It's a very small portion of the population and they're going to overreach and then the rest of us normal people are going to vote in the Republicans and hopefully reset everything. But it's, it, could be well, two, yeah, well, it could be two years of pain, folks. We're going to talk more about the asylum vote when we go over the state yeah, of the race. Sorry. Yeah, uh, real quick, on the Supreme Court, the Supreme. remember how I was telling you last week when we were talking about the uh, legal warfare? Yes. How the lawfare. tide was turning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you notice? It did. We got it six did. consecutive significant rulings in battlegrounds, and Thank the Supreme God. Court yesterday handed a massive unanimous legal victory to the RNC, who challenged South Carolina's remove removing of a requirement for signature verification. So, as these rulings, you know, they get these lower court rulings that yeah. the libs are like, okay, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. once they move up to appellate, boom, out yeah, the window. Yes, yeah. So that's why. You know, that's good. I, I'm just saying that's good because at the big at, at, at from the outset we were getting trounced. We were getting, but now we were getting it was bad. But now the bad. tide has turned, so this yeah. is big. You know, the and Supreme. It's, it's very first of all. I didn't even. Know, it's very easy for a little thing like that to remove the voter the verification yeah. thing to just totally slide on by. Yep. And no one notices it. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, and because I was going to talk about the story, I think you brought up last night about the Richmond ballot boxes. Yes, we have ballot boxes being broken into. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, po the postal inspector said that it, it, he, he's unsure if it's like election related, but given the proximity and the timing, I mean... Well, who's I mean, breaking into ballot boxes into ballot other know, other exactly. than to rig yeah, an election? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean what mailbox, value I mean, do those I mean, have? I mean, some mail was still, I mean, it was mailbox, but just like still, like, 
it's not good when people no, bring in the mail. Not good when people bring in the mailboxes. You know, this close to an election. It's not safe. Vote in person. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm gonna actually we'll we'll talk about this in the state of the race. Yeah. Um, two Senate race stories here that were big, very big, and yeah. kind of got overshadowed by the president having coronavirus, but but were very very big. Yeah. So in North Carolina, the Democrat Senate candidate Cal Cunningham is em- embroiled in a massive sex scandal yeah. now. I think they're gonna have to call him uh, Cal. Soon, oh so. God! Oh, oh no! Oh God! All right, Cal Move, Cunningham or Cal? Oh, no, say it again. Oh, okay, moving on. Well, he he's had multiple affairs. Uh, he, yeah. But, and and the the funniest thing is the first affair came out because these uh, sexual text messages came out. And then the second mistress, jilted by the fact that he had another mistress because yeah. she thought it was just, yeah. you know, the wife. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. we had something special. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> then, then that comes out and th- there's just scorched earth, adulterous text messages. He says he's not dropping out. I heard there are, there are photos. I heard there are some pics floating around. There is possibly some pics floating there around. There are pics floating we around. Don't we have... we got to get... Well, I don't... Not, mm, well, I just want to do it just so, I, you know, it's not like, you know, liable or slander. But I want to see those pics. Yeah, we don't have I mean, we confirmation. Gotta, we, that, we don't have confirmation. Someone's going to get it. You know someone's going to get it. Yeah, I, I think I mean, so. There's also another rumor flying around that... Uh, he said some terrible things about his wife Ooh. to one of them, but that's unconfirmed as of yet. There's a lot more to come out in this story. He Was says that during or after the hate. Oh God, that got so bleeped. <laughs> Moving, on. Moving on, we will talk more about we will talk oh, more about yeah. the North Carolina sex scandal yeah. in the coming weeks. I tell you, for you VIP members, you're going to about the, you got a treat with that segment yeah. right there. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, poor poor Mr. Producer. Um, and in Arizona Senate race, Mark Kelly, who is uh, Gabby Gifford's husband. Mm-hmm. You know, anti-gun, the whole deal. Yeah, I know. He's yeah. been playing coy about his real intentions oh. all along. James O'Keefe and Project Veritas Action, uh, with another video exposing the left for their lies, uh, basically saying that this organizer says that Mark Kelly's just saying what he needs to to get elected. Then he will support extreme gun control. Oh, my God. And in Arizona, oh yeah, guns big. Yeah, uh, big. as uh, was it as Cruiser said, you know, when when Kurt talks about, oh, there's a civil war we'll own because all the conservatives have guns. He's like, yeah, not out here. <laughs> yeah. Even the liberals are backing. But uh, also, I heard there's rumors that Mark Kelly uh, might have had a little tryst himself. There is those rumors there, as well. We allegedly, rumors. allegedly, we, just putting it out yeah. there. You know, there might be some opposition might research be, coming. We'll see. Might be some we'll sexting. See. We'll see. I not, can't think of anything clever. Uh, Mark not Kelly. about nothing, sexting. Nothing, nothing rhymes with Mark Kelly. Mm, not about sexting, but, yeah. but uh, about other some stuff, other, stuff. other stuff. We're just going to leave it at that. Other stuff. Um, nothing was better than over the weekend, though, where the New York Times happened to tell the truth in one of their headlines, and the left immediately just imploded because they said that Joe Biden basically refuses to answer any questions whatsoever. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I know. Shocker. I know. Let's do the Biden Good morning. The day. It's 8.52 at 9.10 a.m. I'm done. Yeah, lid. See you later. Ta-ta. Oh, on Saturday. Some black women restocked the shelves, so I got to go grocery shopping. The funny part was that on Saturday, when President Trump, or no, was it Sunday? It was Sunday when President Trump made his motorcade appearance. Yeah. 
Trump made more of a public appearance than Biden did, did that day. Yeah, he was sick. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Let's do this, Gav, because you've been yeah. mentioning it, the yeah. one with talking about black women. Roll the clip, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> and geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, come can on. you imagine oh my if God. President Trump said this? Yeah. It would Ugh. be Ugh. it would be top it of the be news forever. The electric chair. That's what it would have been. And I don't the even think chair. You know, I, I don't the comments not great, right? Yeah. It's not like, you know, like he said something way worse. Yeah, but that's but the, fucking like Wilmington Delaware in nineteen sixty four. Right. It's right the there. double standard. Yeah. It's a double standard. If President Trump said anything like that, mm. it would have been game over. Oh, yeah. And then yesterday, also, Joe Biden said something about wanting to see, like, women dancing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this guy's a gaff machine. Aren't they, like, Media 13 cover years it. old? Yeah, they were pretty young. They were pretty, I, don't know that pretty... the, I don't know they were under 18, but they were, like, 18. 18. Yeah. Okay, well, talk about robbing the cradle. <laughs> yeah, so, Nasty. you know, the whole Nasty thing. Nasty Joe. That's what we should call him. Nasty, racist Joe. The whole thing's just double standards out the ass. And let's talk about the state of but the race it, here. It's because... also, sorry, it's also a pattern, though. I mean, oh, well, you yeah. can, I mean, I mean, I'm talking like in terms of Joe. You can argue now, make that that he's a total racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, name one ethnic group that he hasn't insulted. I mean, we all t- seem to forget that he thinks that George Floyd's death it ha- has more of a world impact than Martin Luther King's assassination. He's, there's also that type. Of, mm-hmm. I mean, he's pandering to blacks, but he's bungling doing it. Yep. No, I know. I mean, is it, is, is it worse than Hillary Clinton's hot sauce moment? Well, you know, it, th- this all plays into the state of the race here because yeah, yeah, yeah. it is just so – the numbers that these polling companies are putting out, you know, in the same poll, they'll have Biden up by 12, yet hemorrhaging support among Hispanic and, and black communities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, to I'll me. say this: if Trump's support, black voter support, is eighteen percent, I mean, I've I've seen that in some polls. Well, the case that they're the trying elec- to make the election is over. No, but the case that they're trying to make is that Trump is is equally bleeding white working class support, which I just refuse to believe. Uh, why? That what, just what, doesn't. What, 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 it doesn't okay. make sense to me. Let's look at some of these polls. So yeah. I, I brought up the cross tabs on two yeah. particular ones that have gotten a lot of press. I saw First, one dude where there was regi- they're still using registered voter polls. Yes. Right? First is right? the oh, is the uh, NBC News and Wall Street Journal poll. Eight hundred registered voters shows a Biden lead of fourteen points, fifty three to thirty nine. Should you dig a little bit further into that? Yeah. One, it's a D plus ten poll. Eight hundred. Okay. Eight hundred sample, registered voter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Plus ten. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> okay. you know. But here's what they said. Here's what they said. Here's the most interesting thing. They're not switching to a likely voter model at all. They're going to carry registered voter polls through the election because they say that the electorate is too hard to predict this time. Well then. Okay. Well, that's just retarded. Yeah. I mean, I that's. I mean. Yeah. So it's a D plus 10 poll. We're going to be inaccurate. Listen, we can't gauge it properly and be accurate, so we're just going to be inaccurate. It oversamples those with college education okay. by a significant margin, okay? Yeah. And then if you, if you look at the overall approval rating and if you look at the question of who do you think will win, Trump wins with that with 53% of the vote. Oh, my and God. And historically – that's been a better indicator yeah. than the head-to-head question because yeah. it helps to account for the shy vote. It does. Okay? It does. 
That's one poll. Yes. Totally ridiculous. That got a ton of po- ton of press, and they're like, "Oh, Biden's up by fourteen. These are this again. We and we've talked about this before, folks. You know, these are suppression polls. Mm-hmm. They're meant to demoralize us. But meanwhile, on the same day that that was released, you have a poll of one thousand likely voters that shows it a forty nine to forty six race. So Biden plus three, much more reasonable. And if that's the final result in the national popular Trump vote, wins. Trump wins. Yeah, if Trump is within 3.2%, then, he wins. Then you have a CNN poll that was just released this morning, which shows Biden up 16. Yeah, that's, 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 just, that's just funny. Would you like to know the sampling? Oh, yeah. Let's do. Do tell. 1,000 what they call likely voters, a D plus 11 sample. Which those who rate these races say that the highest they could possibly see this is D plus three or four. Okay. Yeah. So you basically immediately shave off seven, right? That takes it down to Biden plus nine, supposedly. The margin of error is 3.6 points. So that puts you at a seven point swing. Okay. So theoretically, if their polling error is in one direction wrong, which you could argue that it is, that would put it at Biden plus three or four. These polling errors yeah, are unbelievable. It's bad. I think it's even worse than before. It's way worse, it's than, worse before. than before. It really is. And you even have the New York Times coming out on their electoral projection page saying yeah. they've put this disclaimer out now, which I was shocked that they did. Ooh. They said, if the polling errors are all as wrong as they were in 2016, Trump would easily win re-election. For them to be saying that, they're hedging their bets. Yeah. They're hedging their bets. It's like, listen, uh, if we get this wrong, don't don't beat us up. Well, we will. Yeah, the whole thing is absurd. It's just absurd. And you have these national polls, right? They don't match with the battlegrounds. No. If you look at the battlegrounds, you know, it's astonishingly just solid yeah. numbers there that yeah, haven't yeah. changed. It's, it, I know. That, I, I mean, Ohio's a, a toss-up. Get, get out of here. These people are crazy. Get out of here. These people are crazy. Get out of here. I, I, I and, don't And that it. map, I'm sorry, man. Look folks, at this real quick politics know, map. You can't, that map is ridiculous. Are you f***ing kidding me? They have Texas in toss-up. I know. That, come on. Come on. Maybe in a few years. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. Okay? You know who's, re- uh, who's really, Brian Preston over at our sister site in uh, PJ who lives mm-hmm. in Texas, just just loves the whole Texas is in play. Yeah. Because he's like, first of all, it's a notoriously hard state to poll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it's also heavily Republican, so... <laughs> yeah, it, it, the whole thing to me, it's really just, you know, like you said, suppression polls. It is. That's what they're trying I to mean, do here. I mean, did you see the voter registration numbers in Bucks County, Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's surging. So if Biden... It's like Biden is up 7 to 10, then Pennsylvania should be an easy pickup. For yeah. sure. But it's not. It's not going to be an easy pickup for Democrats. Not only that... But if you look at the mail-in voting numbers... Il- Do you see the Il- Illinois? Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, Illinois is... But I'm know. just saying in general. But like, if you look at the mail-in voting numbers in Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, and Florida... Yeah. Where... And, and Pennsylvania, where the Dems should be trouncing... Yeah. They're not meeting the numbers that they need to be. Yeah. In fact, in Wisconsin, mail-in returns by party identification are tied. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I know we're not going to win Illinois, but in Illinois, 29% requested a ballot. Yeah. You know, they're mailing it in now. It's tied 44-44% yeah. between I, Democratic and I Republican. I just – I don't buy these bull – these yeah. bull – it's just – it's so yeah. much bullshit. I was just saying I to think my a friend lot, – I think a lot of Democrats are voting for us right now, folks. I mean, given what we've seen over the summer, honestly. 
Right. If you look at a poll yeah. that has a head-to-head matchup mm-hmm. where it's like 50 to 43, right, with Biden up yeah. seven. Yeah. But yet in the same poll, President Trump has an approval rating of 47%. Yep. What? Yeah, I know. So you're saying that 4% of people that approve of President Trump are going to vote against him? Yeah. You know what that means, folks? <laughs> some some people aren't being very truthful in the uh, the polling. Or they're purposefully skewing it. Yeah. Because historically, no matter what, a president has traditionally outperformed his his approval rating by one or two points. Yeah. If Trump's approval rating is at 46 the day we're going into the election, he wins the election. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Because all of their buildup of votes are going to be in states that doesn't matter. Yep. Agreed. And that's, and that's why, you know, I think – yeah. I, so yeah. I, was, I, I was just saying to my friend I this mean, morning, California was never in play for us. New York. No, no, no. Most, most of New England except for maybe New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah. But other than that, no. I was just saying this morning it's either a case of – we're going to end up being the ones totally right again. The polls are totally wrong. The commentary class is totally wrong. Yeah. Or we're f- Yeah, or it's going to be like a landslide. <laughs> and Biden landslide. Right. So either we're right Yeah. or totally wrong. I choose to But ignore, I think we're even right. Even if we are wrong, I will never acknowledge it, and I'll just admit that we were right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I, I, I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding. I just but, I mean, think I mean, that it's just – the whole thing just seems so... I just don't see Biden getting 300 electoral votes. No. I just and don't. I mean, look you Look at can. the enthusiasm yeah, gap. Yeah. Look at, look at the number, you know, this is getting real in the weeds here. Yeah. But look at the number of, of mail-in ballots being returned in North Carolina. Yes. The black vote is underperforming by 50%. Yeah. And this goes back to what we've been saying. Yeah. They don't that like young him. black voters. They don't like this guy. They don't like Biden. They don't like and they this guy. sure as hell don't like Kamala. Yeah. They don't like this guy. Oh. And Kamala's going to get a lot more airtime yeah. between the debate tomorrow night and the hearings next week. You have unions. <laughs> you have unions, rank and file, splitting with the, the leadership in Nevada. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, we're going to have an immense, a, a tremendous jobs uh, GDP report. Mm-hmm. I think what uh, 35 and a half. It was just it was just revised up this morning. Thirty five percent growth. Uh, our good friend Harrison, who lives out yeah. in northwestern Pennsylvania in Erie, yeah. uh, he's going to write a piece for us about good. it. Actually, about these economic indicators on townhall.com. So good, look good, for that good. in the coming days, guys. But he says to it. that the the signs going up there yeah. is a big move towards Trump. Yeah, and I'm, it goes back to the same thing. These polls are underestimating massive rural turnout. Yes. And they're underestimating that group of voters yeah. who are non-traditional, yep. low propensity, yep. but they're going to come out and vote for Trump I agree. because they think that he's a fighter yeah. for them. And we still got shy, we still got shy Trump voters too. I mean, well, people, at, listen, people don't like their phone conversations being recorded. Yeah. And dude. they don't trust these polling firms with protecting their information or them being totally anonymous. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what's happened over the past summer. Would I know. you trust these people? Would you say, oh, yeah, I'm a diehard Trumpy? Oh, no, hell no. Right. No, I know. It's, it really is something what's going on here. And, you uh, know. Poll Watch 2020 on Twitter, folks, is a good follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is State, State's Poll. A new poll that just came out here 
Yeah. Oh, uh, the second congressional district in Maine? Yeah, by the Bangor Daily News, which is a local poll. So if anything's going to be yeah. closer to accurate, it's them. Oh, my God. It has God. Trump Look at that. up eight yeah, in, in Maine, too. Yeah. If Trump wins Maine, too, by eight points, yeah. it's a landslide it's a for landslide. Trump. Yeah, I, I mean, Maine two. I've, I've never seen... Main two was supposed to be a ta- in the toss yes. like three weeks ago. Remember that? They're talking about how they got people... I've never seen conflicting data like this. I know. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Like, what is going on here? I know. I mean, if, 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 if this, if, if we turn out to be right, I think uh, the fullness of time, we're going to look at it as like the Gallup... Remember when Gallup in 2012 was like, we were wrong, so we're not going to do presidential right. polling anymore? Mm-hmm. They got out of the game, I think, at the right time. So... Well, you know, look at okay. So we were just mentioning oh, Pennsylvania people, people's pundit, good, uh, Pen- good follow. Pennsylvania new voter registration. We're out registering in bucks by two to one. Yeah, but also look at the other key counties they said to look at. They, they, they've been telling us to look at Lackawanna. Yeah, Lackawanna plus two thousand one fifty to Democrat plus five sixty. Erie plus seventeen hundred forty six yeah. to plus fifteen. That's troubling. I mean, if Biden does not do well in Lackawanna County, especially, that's another yeah. key county. People there say that it's going to, um, uh, he's going to have a difficult time winning the state. And registration, not just bucks, not not just bucks. I mean, obviously, winning, you know, Trump doing well in Bucks County is critical too. But regi- and, and even in Allegheny County, yeah. when you're close to even, I yeah. mean, registration in most of these states is close to over. Look at Lucerne. Oh, I know Lucerne I mean, plus three three thousand. I don't over 3, I don't get how people look at this stuff, and they. The Pennsylvania Republicans have closed the voter registration gap by 160,000 in Pennsylvania since the 2016 election. 160,000. That's yeah. what four times what the yeah. margin was last and time. You still got Western PA Democrats who probably haven't switched the, their registrations who yeah. are going to vote for Republicans. So, well, you know, flashback to October 2016 here, and this is the last thing we'll talk about polls. Yeah. Listen to all of these polls. What it was in October 16 at the exact same time. NBC Hillary by 14. Oh, that sounds familiar. They have yeah. Biden by 14. ABC, Hillary by 12. CBS, Hillary by 11. AP, Hillary by 13. Monmouth, Hillary by 12. Atlantic, Hillary by 12. USA Today, Hillary by 10. CNBC, Hillary by 10. The exact same thing as today with the Pennsylvania poll, which showed uh, Biden up by 10 in Pennsylvania, which I don't know how you get to that number with the voter registration changes. Yeah, I know. Had Hillary up by 12 in October 16. So you know what? Don't buy into these people's bullshit. Don't let it get you down. Get out there and vote in person. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. No doubt. No doubt. Vote in person. And we will be doing that ourselves here in the coming weeks here in Fairfax County, even though, you know, Virginia is uh, not really in play, I don't think. But look at where Biden just pulled his money to. Mm -hmm. Minnesota. Oh. They're concerned about Minnesota. I I mean, the state that Trump... Barely lost. I think Trump's going to carry everything he did last time, make a strong play in Minnesota. It's going to yeah. be razor thin there. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, according to early mail-in numbers, Nevada. Nevada could be big. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else to add to that? I think that was a pretty exhaustive. MAGA. Yeah, MAGA. Come on, guys. Vote. Get out there and fight. Get out Talk there Talk to and your vote. neighbors. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your friends. Get them to vote. Yeah. Like Mark Water said, yeah. if you just get one person to vote who traditionally doesn't vote to vote yep. for Trump, it's game over. And if you want to do, and if you want to get extra credit, make sure that two Democrats don't vote. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Tell them it's the wrong day. Yeah, tell them. Yeah, tell them it's uh, it's uh, November seventh. <laughs> <laughs>
right. I would make another joke, but I, I, I probably yeah, should. I probably no, should. Like, I'll tell that to you after we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up today's show. We'll be back here on Thursday for a post-debate episode of Triggered. We will have the RNC's Liz Harrington here with us. So that'll be a very exciting episode. Um, it's sure to be an interesting debate. I mean, Mike Pence, you know, he came to play last time. I assume he's going to come to play this time. And I really hope that he brings up to Kamala's face her bail fund, the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Yeah, the wife which, beater fund. Yeah, which took out a bunch of wife beaters and yeah. a bunch of violent criminals and rioters uh, out there in Minnesota. Alrighty. All right. We will see you on Thursday. Of course, feel free to email us triggered at townhall.com with anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to ask Liz about, or anything you're seeing on the ground there where you are uh, in relation to the election or anything else. We'll talk to you later. See you then.